Warning. The Humps Podcast is rated 18 plus for sexual content and graphic language. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Humps. Today, we're going to be talking about cock rings. If you're new to the sex toy world or simply curious to learn as much as you can about a specific product, then I recommend this episode. It might be of interest to you. You might learn something new. I have placed links to the sources that I used for information for this episode in my show notes. So if you guys want to check them out, feel free. So just to do a quick basic explanation of what cock rings are, they're specifically designed to be used on penises and or phallic shaped objects used typically for sexual activities. They can be used around the testicles and the shaft at the same time as well. These cock rings are usually made of materials such as metal, silicone, elastomer, rope, leather. I'm sure I'm missing a couple in there. They do have different styles. So you could have adjustable, non-adjustable, multiple rings, all kinds of variations. So after covering materials and styles, we're going to talk about what these cock rings are typically for, which is to restrict the blood flow from the penis to the body. So basically you just want to have the blood flow stay in the erection is the goal of a cock ring. So there is a list of effects that it may have on you and they are as follows. One of them is a longer lasting erection. It can increase sensitivity. Having a harder and larger erection may also result but keep in mind that If you are having a harder, larger erection, it's not like a crazy difference. You're not going to see yourself grow two, three inches. It's just basically maintaining an optimum erection. Can make for more intense orgasms, can help in delaying orgasms, or can help you stay hard even after orgasm. Some people also apparently use these as a fashion statement, just Kind of like the idea of a jazzle, I guess, but in the penis world. So it's just adding accessories to make your genitals look nicer. You can also grab a vibrating cock ring and slip it over your fingers just so that you can use the vibrating piece of the cock ring to stimulate different parts of your body. And the vibrating ones are... Well, you can use them for more than just using in your hand. And of course, you typically want to put them on a penis and or dildo and what you can do is if you do have a vibrating piece it can be used against a partner's clitoris if you're having intercourse with somebody who has female genitalia or you can even have a cock ring that kind of curves downward and can stimulate your perineum while having sexual activities and there are still other variations other than those these are just some brief examples So the question that I feel like a lot of people might have who are new to cock rings is when you put it on, because some people might think, oh, it's right away, but it's somewhat difficult to do depending on what type of cock ring you have. So if you just have a cock ring that goes onto the shaft, you want to put it on when there is an erection. When you are putting on a cock ring that also incorporates the scrotum, then you want to put it on when someone is soft and or flaccid. So then... The other question right after that, in my mind, 
is how to know it fits properly. Cock rings in general should be easy to remove and easy to put on. And the way to know that it fits properly is that when somebody is flaccid or soft, that the cock ring doesn't slip off. You don't want it to be so tight that it hurts, but you don't want it to be so loose it falls off. So it's it's hard to find that happy medium. So your next question after when should you be putting this on might be, how do I know it fits properly? And the answer to that is, a cock ring should be easy to remove and put on, but it should also stay in position when you're soft and or flaccid. So you don't want it to be horribly tight where it's difficult to do either, but you don't want it so large that it just falls off. Lube can be used or should be used to put it on and take it off for more ease. And if you're putting on a cock ring that incorporates your scrotum, then I saw one of the articles mentioned to put one testicle through at a time, and I'm assuming that's just for ease, because it'd probably be a lot harder to put both of them at the same time. Now, something that is very important that I cannot stress enough is there is a time limit to wearing these. You do not want to keep this on for forever. This thing is restricting your blood flow. And as good as it can feel, as fun as the results can be, there is a time that you should take it off and take a break. And that time, for the most part, off of numerous toys that I've read and articles, most of them agree 30 minutes is your cutoff point. You don't always have to wait that 30 minutes though. Like it, it's a recommendation. If you are experiencing any kind of pain and or discomfort, you should be taking it off. You should not be in pain wearing this. You can also, as an alternative, if let's say you reach the 30 minute mark and you take it off, you can use it again that same day. It doesn't mention a time frame for, you know, when you take it off, how long till I can put it back on. I would recommend, you know, you're not going to wait just a minute or two. You want to make sure you've had sufficient blood flow to your penis before you just put that sucker back on. You want to make sure that it's had a good cycle of blood and take a nice break before putting that sucker back on. There was also some additional information that I found that was rather interesting to me. If you're somebody who is having protected sex but wants to use a cock ring, then it's recommended that you use one that incorporates your scrotum just so that it prevents your cock ring from interfering with your condom and possibly damaging it. If you do want to wear just a cock ring that's on the shaft, it's recommended that you wear a lot of lube to prevent it from tearing or pulling at the condom. Either way, lube might be a good idea just to, you know, just in case it snags, you want to be careful. But it, you can absolutely wear these things if you are trying to have protected sex. It is an option. It's just important to be cautious and aware that these things can pull on your condom and could damage them. So just be aware of that. Something that I hadn't actually considered when first looking into this was shaving and trimming of pubic hair. And I thought this was funny because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So if you're planning to use a cock ring, it's recommended that you shave and or trim your pubic hair because you want to make sure that it doesn't get caught in the removal or during sexual activities, which makes sense. If you're someone though who doesn't want to shave or doesn't like to shave or any number of reasons why you'd want to keep your body hair the way it is, 
it's recommended that you just add a lot of lube to prevent tugging from happening. Another thing to consider, if if you are new to the cock ring game, it's never a bad idea to masturbate with this thing before you play with others. If you are trying to learn what size you are, because these things come in different sizes if they aren't adjustable, it's good to know kind of what size you are and getting familiar with how your penis reacts to certain sizes. Like you don't want to see swelling. You don't want your genitals to start feeling cold. You don't want to see bruising. There are a number of factors that you need to be cautious of and aware of before, you know, really jumping in and trying the more advanced cock rings. And let me explain that for a second. There, there are more advanced cock rings in the sense that it's for more experienced users because there are cock rings that do have a bit of flex in them and there are others who have no flex. If you are a beginner, it is highly recommended that you use one that has a bit of flex because if you don't know how your genitals are going to react to that, it is important that you do test runs and figure out sizing and you may not even like cock rings. That's the other thing. Don't put yourself in a position where it's like, okay, now I can't pull it off because it's too small. That's not a position anybody wants to be in. So if you're a starter, try something like an adjustable cock ring, something made of silicone. And then if you want to build up, you can build up to something like a metal cock ring, which does not stretch whatsoever. So you really have to know how your penis will react to it, and being very aware of your sizing. A warning that I thought was interesting was one of the articles had mentioned not to go to sleep with a cock ring on. Someone also mentioned not to wear one to an airport. And it all goes back to you're not supposed to wear them for over 30 minutes. I can't stress it enough. Like you are cutting circulation, not completely, but enough and it could cause damage to your penis. You really have to be weary and mindful and think about being safe while using this product. Like it could be immensely pleasurable and satisfying to use, but you need to be in the mindset of understanding what's the dangers. And you know, for anybody who's new to the Cochrane game, just buy a few sizes, maybe start larger. And then slowly go down from there if you feel like you want to or play around with sizes. It is recommended to start larger and then just familiarize yourself with your body's response to the toy. The other thing too is if you're planning to use the metal cock rings or any of the materials, make sure that your body doesn't have an allergic reaction to that material because the last thing you want is you putting on a metal cock ring and then realizing oh no, I'm allergic, and then breaking out into hives and or a rash on your genitals because that is probably some other level of discomfort that you don't want to know <laughs> or be familiar with. So I hope you guys learned something new about cock rings. I hope you proceed with caution, but I do hope you enjoy yourselves with these products because they can be fun. That is all I have to cover today though with this episode. If you want to see me on social media, I do have an Instagram page 
and that is under the name danielle.m.laflamme. If you want to support this podcast, please review and subscribe. That would be great, and I would greatly appreciate that. But other than that, that concludes the episode for this week. I thank you so much for listening through. Thank you. Bye.